Welcome to the Passionpreneur Podcast. I am your host, Ryan C. Green. Thank you for joining us. We are here for another week's episode. This is another Thursday show where we get good training, good training for myself, and uh, hopefully something that's going to give you something to empower you for the upcoming week. This is your first time listening. The Passionpreneur Podcast is the show where we teach you how to get paid for what you know by building passenger and revenue streams. Uh, so this is the show where each every Monday we broadcast a new episode. Where we have a great interview with someone. And then on Thursdays is when we have the solo shows where I'm going to share some training and information uh, from myself that will help you out and grow in your passionpreneur uh, journey. So definitely if you um listening, make sure you go ahead and subscribe. Make sure you like one of our, our shows. Leave a comment. Leave a five-star review. Uh, let us know how we're doing. You can follow me on all social media at Raji Speaks. That's at Raji Speaks. Go ahead and follow me on all social media. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, so what we want to do now, but we want to go ahead and jump into uh, this week's show. Oh, but before we do that, we do have an upcoming event that I do want to share with you. We have our upcoming uh, masterclass, our, our book writing and workshop uh, a book writing and marketing masterclass coming up so here's a little bit of information about that will this finally be the year that you write your book hi i'm ryan c green and as an author coach i get asked the same two questions all the time question one is how do i write my book and question two is how do i sell more books and at the six figure author mastery masterclass we're going to teach you how to do both this upcoming class is going to teach you on day one everything you need to know about how to write your book in three days so that you can finally get off the couch and get your book done this year. No more excuses. I'm going to show you my proven system on how to get your book done within three days so that you finally can get your book published. And then on day two, we're talking all about how to sell more books, how to go out there and maximize the revenue from your book. So if you've not written your book yet and you want to finally learn how to write your book, this is for you. If you've written a book already and you need to know how to sell more books, this is for you as well. So you can go now and register spaces limited. We're only taking 12 people per master class. The next upcoming class is open for registration right now at www.sfamasterclass.com. That's S as in six, F as in figure, A as in author masterclass.com go ahead and save your seat right now www.sfamasterclass.com i look forward to helping you turn your 20 dollars book into a six-figure revenue stream absolutely so welcome back you know i get asked all the time ryan can you show me how to write a book or sell more books so if you've been asking me that question here is your chance to go ahead and learn from me how to do just that so go ahead and register at sfamasterclass.com now we want to get right into this show. Uh, like I said last week, if you listen to last week's show, we're doing some uh, encore presentations. We're doing some encore presentations for a uh, couple of weeks because this is some show, these are some shows that I've done in the past that I thought uh, were uh, very informative. I got a lot of great feedback from them. Uh, but maybe if you're new to the show, you haven't listened to it. You haven't gone that far and that deep into the archives yet to find some of these older episodes. I wanted to kind of uh, share them and, and re-air them to kind of push them back up to the top of the feed, if you will. So I want to go ahead and share that with you. So this week's episode that we're going to get into is all about uh, getting paid. It's all about if you're a content expert, if you're a speaker, if you are you know, a professional or something and you charge someone uh, a fee for what you do, 
Uh, this show is all about how to know your value and demand your worth. It's all about how to make sure you're getting paid what you're worth, how to overcome those fear and anxiety of charging the fees that you want to charge and really uh, overcoming that and demanding your worth. So without further ado, I want to go ahead and get into this week's episode of the Encore presentation of the Passionpreneur Podcast. Today, we are going back and I want to talk about something today that um, is, is going to help a lot of people. It's going to help a lot of people in business because I get this question a lot. And admittedly, I've dealt with this issue a lot um, when I was as I've grown my business. And this is one of those things that uh, you never really uh, get away from. It's something that is constantly coming up. It's something that you're constantly going to have to deal with as a business owner, uh, because once you master it on one level, as you continue to grow, then it changes again. And what I'm talking about is uh, how to and for today's subject is how to know your value and demand your worth how to know your value and demand your worth. And you know what I mean by it, it constantly comes up because once you finally get it, once you get in that groove, you're like, okay, I'm finally comfortable right here charging these rates for what I do. If your business grows, then it's time to up your rates. And then you're right back and okay, well, how do I charge more now? Uh, how do I go back and now tell people I want to charge them for more uh, money? So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about, I'm going to give you some insights and some tips on how to know your value and demand your worth because the, one of the worst things in business is doing your, your, your job or, or giving your product and service and not getting fully compensated the way you feel you should be compensated for it. And if most of us are honest with ourselves, most times the reason we don't get the money we want to get is because we don't ask for it. We don't charge for it or uh, we don't, you know, it's on us why we didn't get the fee that we were looking to uh, get from providing a product or service. So that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how to know your value, uh, how to demand your worth. And then I'm going to give you uh, just uh, six tips on how to uh, charge what you want to charge, because I get that ask all the time. Ryan, how do you, how, how should I charge? How much should I charge? How do I charge this? Oh, are people really going to pay that? You know, I see uh, customers and clients who are constantly undercharging themselves. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to write this down. I'm going to add this. One of the, one of the um, disadvantages of, I'll just say it right now. That way I don't forget. One of the disadvantages that comes from not charging enough is that you hurt the entire industry. You hurt the entire industry when you undercharge for your services. And here's what I mean by that, because when you undercharge, you devalue everyone who does what you do, because the consumer now thinks that your price that you're charging is what the work is actually worth. When even, you know, it's not worth that you're discounting it because you, you're so desperate for business. So now when other professionals in your industry come and say, look, here's what the real here's what our price is. Uh, they get looked at funny because customers are like, well, that's not what, you know, the store down the street charged. Well, the store down the street is not <laughs> doing doing it right. You know, so you actually hurt your whole industry and you hurt your future by doing that. So uh, we want to get out of the habit of undercharging because um, it hurts our business. It hurts the industry we're in and it, even, and it hurts the customers because the customers now don't have a fair um, insight on what the value really is. So anyway, I just want to give you that. I gave you that at the beginning. And uh, that could have been at the end, but you know, that's what just came to me. So I want to give you that. So let's jump into it. How do we know our value? Okay, I, I've got five things I want to share with you on, on ways to 
how you can uh, really know what your value is uh, because it's hard to demand what you're worth if you don't even know what you're worth first. And how do you figure that out? How do you demand? And I don't mean your personal value, uh, your value in this world. I mean your value as a business person, uh, your value that you bring providing your product or service. Okay. So let's go into it. Number one, uh, how do you know your value? The first thing you have to do is, is, is study to show thyself approved. That's one of my favorite scriptures. Uh, but I want to talk to you about that because if you're going to charge someone for anything, you better know what you're doing. You better know what you're doing. You need to study the industry, be a professional, be an expert in the service you're talking about providing. You can't just be, you know, uh, uh, a surface level expert. You have to be able to dig into it. You've got to be able to really offer some some advice, some expertise, some some services and products that are going to be better than people can find anywhere else. You know, uh, I'm in the self-help field, you know, and I can, it, it's every day there's a new person coming out with um, a new book. So, who, uh, so someone who's coming out teaching and training uh, on how to go after uh, things in life. And, you know, um, so so what what's going to set one person apart from the other? Some of them, probably 90 percent of them are just giving you little cliches and things that they heard someone else teach. And now they put them in their own books and trainings but for those 10 percent that really are, are above and beyond those are the ones who are creating those are the ones who are studying the industry studying their expertise who are really bringing innovative ideas and and, and knowledge to the industry you want to be that person you want to be the one who is constantly studying and constantly bringing out new information and constantly uh the go-to person when people who look for what you provide go searching number two do you have a proven track record so you're asking people to go, and one one of the reasons people are afraid to ask for money is because they know they haven't done it before. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but you know when you can show that, hey, I've helped a thousand people do this, you don't question whether or not you can make it happen or not, uh, and, and you feel a lot more confident when you're charging your rates. But uh, when you're brand new. You're trying to charge for something. It's kind of a, a projection. It's kind of a uh, hopefully this will uh, come. You know, I need you to be my first customer so I can put you on my page as a testimonial. Um, so but if you don't have that proven track record to back up your price, you, you know, you're going to have a tough time getting what you're asking for. And then we're talking about your own personal value. You've got to you got to start slow. If you don't have that track record, then you're not bringing that value uh, that you want to bring to the table. Number three is excellence. Do you bring a, a level of excellence in what you do? See, you can't charge uh, 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 prime rib money or filet mignon prices if you're giving McDonald's hamburgers. You have to be at the level, you have to charge at the level of the service you provide. And if you don't provide excellent service, you may get one or two people who are going to fall for it and, and pay you. Uh, but guess what? They're going to start talking and people are going to know no, this person isn't at that level. This person isn't um, a Ruth Chris, just to throw, keep with the steak analogy. This person isn't uh, a Ruth Chris or a Morton's level uh, place. This person is more of an Outback. You know, an Outback's not bad. You know, Outback has great steaks, but it's not Ruth Chris. <laughs> so, you know, you want to make sure that you provide an excellence uh, at a level uh, wor worthy of you charging what you want to charge. Okay. Number four in knowing your value is uh, you want to make sure that you, you're constantly striving to stand above the competition. 
you're not going to always be the best. You're not going to uh, outdo everyone every time, but you should be striving to be the best. You should be striving to outdo the competition, not you know, uh, uh, not thinking they're going to just go away and they're going to play nice because you want to be a player in the game. You have to know your competition and be able to uh, provide something better than they provide. And that was what helps you know your value because you're bringing that value. When you can provide something that the competition doesn't, you bring value to the table. And then finally is uh, a big one, a big one, a big one, a big one is be a business and not a hustle. Be a business and not a hustle. You know, one of the things that bugs me so much, you know, I just did a a, a big expo uh, not too long ago uh, where there were probably close to 100 vendors there, probably close to 100 black vendors there. Uh, and you'd be surprised how many people still don't take credit cards still only cash cash only businesses now I, I didn't ask everyone what their reason was for only taking cash but, but let me tell you something if you're in a business in 2016 and you're not taking credit cards when you have a paypal here when you have square when you have so many other uh pos systems right on your phone or tablets there's no excuse not to take credit cards you're, the reason you're not taking credit cards is because you don't want to file taxes. You don't want to track your business. You don't want anyone knowing what you're doing. You, you're afraid of paying the, what, 2%, 2.7% fee that the card company is going to charge you, so you'd rather just take cash. That's what hustlers do. That's not what business owners do. If you want to run and, and have value, then you it would be a value. You have to have a you run your business like a business. You can't go to a company and say, uh, I want to I, I charge thirty five hundred dollars for something and then they're going to give you cash. Run your business like a business. Stop trying to hustle. Take your business seriously and do the things that business owners do in order to be successful in their business. Sorry. I get a little upset about that. <laughs> so so to know your value again, a study that, to show yourself approved, have a proven track record. Uh, strive for excellence, stand above the competition, and then be a business, not a hustle. So, uh, demanding what you're worth. Okay, here's some reasons. I'm gonna give you uh, some reasons why you need to demand what you're worth. If you are doing, if you're excelling in those first five things that I just uh, listed, then it's important that you demand what you're worth. You can't. You know, you have to charge what you want to charge. You have to demand it and and get that. And you can't be afraid to say no. You can't be afraid to turn certain business away and say, you know, if if you can't afford me right now and this is what you want, perhaps this isn't the right season for us to do business together. You have to be able to say that in your business. And here, here's, here's why. Number one reason why you have to be able to demand what you're worth or turn the business away is, number one, you'll become better with the clients for the work you're doing. If you've ever sat there and, and done work and say they ain't paying me enough for this. Or I gave them a discount and they expect me to do this, this, this. That's your fault. That is your problem to deal with, not the clients. You charge the price, you accepted the price, and you promised to provide a service or a product. That's on you. If you can't do the work without getting upset about it at the price you charge, then you don't charge the price. But the customer doesn't owe you anything for you agreeing to do something for less. Now, I'm, like I said before, I'm a speaker. I've, I've spoken. I've been in the industry for 10, what, almost 11 years now, a little over 11 years now. And, of course, in the beginning, you know, you go out and you tell people, I'm a speaker. I want to come out there and do a workshop, do a seminar. 
and the, the line that they always want to feed you. Well, we don't have a budget for speakers, but it'll be good exposure. Let me tell you something. I, you know, and I'm not saying I don't still do an occasional uh, free speech. But exposure doesn't pay bills. <laughs> All right. You know, when it's time to pay the mortgage, exposure does not cash at the uh, bank. So you've got to uh, realize, you know, you, you can't go and do things for for uh, not charging your full price and expecting that you're going to still be OK with it because you will grow better. And, and that would ha- that's what happened with me in the beginning. You would go out, go and I speak and I'm sitting there driving you know, all this distance to go do my presentation. And then, you know, of course, you know, you, you rock the presentation and then you're driving back home and you still don't have any money. And all these people who do the event, you know, are, are making all this money and they're doing this and they're doing it and they're paying everybody else but you. And then you're better. And, and I've been there. And then I had to realize that I can't be mad at anyone but myself for accepting the the uh, the the speaking engagement. And not charging what I want to charge for it so, or at least having another way to make money from it when I go there. So, you know, yeah, I don't speak for exposure anymore. I've been doing this thing for 11 years and, you know, eventually exposure is, is not going to work anymore. Number two, sorry. Number two, when when you don't demand your worth, you stop having fun. You, you go to, and, and you're doing work and it's not fun anymore. You know, that there's nothing worse than having uh, your passion die over something because you you didn't charge what you you you, you should have charged because you feel like you're missing out or you're not being appreciated because you didn't charge the right amount so you stop having fun. Number three, uh, you can't just quit because you're not getting paid. So yeah, once you agree to something, if you're about your business, once you agree to something, you've got to go through and, and finish. You can't quit and say, well. Um, I've already lost money on this or I'm not getting paid for this or I agreed to do this for you for free. So this is all I'm going to do. You can't quit. It's your business. You've got to go out there and, and, and do it. And then next time you make sure that you don't uh, put yourself in that situation again. But it's again, it's not the client's fault that you agreed to a price that you didn't like. And that goes into the next, the next one before is that your name is on the line. It's your business. It's your name. So if you do quit, if you don't provide that service, the customer isn't going to remember, oh, well, uh, they gave me a discounted price, so I'll I'll slide. No, they're going to be all over social media, all over Yelp, all over every other website complaining about you and, and, and what a bad service you provided. And your business is going to suffer. Your name is going to be drugged through the mud and you're not going to be able to say, well, I discounted your price, so you should be happy. No. So if you don't demand what you're worth, you, you got to understand your name is on that line. You still got to get it done. Still got to do it. And then uh, number five is uh, when you don't demand your worth, when you do start giving out discounted prices, when you when you do undercharge, uh, when, when those clients start to talk and you start getting a referral business, guess what those referrals are going to want? They're going to want the same price that you charge the person who referred them. So if you build websites, just to throw something out there, and if you normally would charge $1,200 for a website and you charged uh, $500 to someone for a website, you did a website, did a bang-up job, it was good, and that person, uh, everyone who sees that person's website, and who did your website? And they send them to you. Websites are us. 
but you know you did that website because you wanted exposure and you did it for five hundred dollars as opposed to twelve hundred. Now every person who's been referred to you by that company is coming to you expecting a five hundred dollar website. But you don't do five hundred dollar websites anymore. You want twelve hundred dollar websites. So what's gonna happen? Now those people are expecting a discount because you gave the first person a discount, so why are they any more special than me? So that's the problem you start to run into when you don't demand what you're worth, when you don't charge what it is you charge. Because see, here's the thing. you got to make a decision. Either I'm going to do this website. It's going to take the same amount of work to do a $500 website as, as a $1,200 website. If you do the fi- two websites for $500, you're going to be upset. You're going to be bitter. You're going to be mad. You're going to be you know, trying to get that time back that you're never going to get back. You're going to be uh, you know, angry at yourself for what you did. Or you can just say no. You can just say no. Trust in your own business model that eventually the right customers will come who can afford your services. Then you do the website and you start building a profitable business that way, as opposed to being so desperate to always got to feel like you got to say yes to everybody, no matter what they uh, bring to the table. See, no one goes to the Apple store and say uh, $700 is too much for however much iPhone costs. No one goes there and says five, $600 is too much. If they want it, they find a way to pay for it. They don't go to Michael Kors. And, and say, no, I'm not going to pay $800 for this bag. No, if they want it, they're going to find a way. So stop letting people come into your business just because you're an independent business owner and telling you what they're going to pay for your per- products and services. All right. So, again, that those are some of the reasons why you want to demand what you're worth. And then finally, I want to tell you, I want to give you some tips in the last few minutes on how to ch- how to help you charge what you're worth. Because some of you know what you're worth. You know what you want to charge, but, but you get you get hung up you know when it, when it comes time to ask for the sale when it comes time to give that amount some of you still don't believe enough in yourself to go and, and say this is what i charge so i'm gonna give you a couple of tips some things that kind of help me along and help other people that i consult uh along and really uh charge what they they want so here, here's six tips on how to uh, charge what's worth number one i suggest that you actually write a rate sheet write it down when people ask you your rates have it, have it written down. Don't try, try to go off your, your head. One, it seems unprofessional when you're going off the top of your head. Um, and two, you can forget. Um, and, and, and you want to make sure that you know, you know, this is your business. You want to know what you need to charge for each service in order to get the, the profit that you want to get from it. So write it down. You know, just simply writing it down and looking at that sheet. Say, hey, this is me. This is what I charge. This, These are my rates. And uh, having that. Uh, listed now once you have those rates depending on your business you may put those you can publish those rates uh, some people don't like to publish prices other people do depending on your business um, if you publish the rates it's out there now you it, it's not you having to tell everyone it's already on your brochure it's already on your website people can see that and know right up front here's what the person charges number two uh, once you have the rate you read from the, re- the rate sheet when it's time to quote Pull out the rate sheet and just read it right from the sheet. You know, say, well, well, how much do you charge to uh, fix a toilet? Well, let me pull out my rate sheet. But right here on my rate sheet, it says fixing toilets cost $60 plus labor or whatever. You know, once you read, you know, reading it from a sheet, people see that and they don't necessarily think, oh, this person is, you know, they, they when they trust the, sh- the rate because it's printed, um, and, you know, it's just a psychological thing. They see something written down. They trust it. Um, and two, they don't necessarily think that you made it up because they uh, think somehow some magic price fairy came and just gave you your prices for your company. <laughs> so uh, writing it down and then actually reading from the sheet when it's time to quote will help take away some of that anxiety of um, quoting prices, even if you don't feel comfortable. Because a lot of, some people don't feel good with sales. 
that's a whole nother show when getting over your, your fear of sales. But um, if you don't like sales, that's a good way to uh, do that. If you don't like sales, hopefully you at least like to read and you can go ahead and read your prices to your clients. Uh, number three is have a third party handle your price negotiations. Now, this is a passive aggressive way to do it, but if it works for you, do it. Have a third person handle that. So what he's saying is that you may be the one who can go out there and book the business and get the clients and, and the prospects in. And then when it comes time to uh, negotiate prices, you may have someone else in your business do that part. You may have a third party come in and say, I will, you know, such and such is going to call you and, and negotiate the terms. That way, that person is stronger with going out and getting the money, uh, going out and, and, and negotiating where you don't have to worry about that part. So go and get someone else to do it. And uh, they can go out there and, and secure all your money and your full uh, rate. Then uh, number four is that you have to believe in the value that you bring to the table. You got to believe it because if you're charging someone ten thousand uh, dollars for a event, you're charging ten thousand dollars to come out there and do a consultation. If you don't believe in the value, if you don't walk like you're a ten thousand dollar business, then uh the person who who's who's you're trying to serve is not going to treat you as such and you're not going to come in with that swag and that that belief level and that posture of someone worthy of a ten thousand dollar payday so you've got to go in there and believe yourself that of the value that you bring and once you believe it then there's no question because then when you tell somebody yes this is what i'm worth this is if you want it if you want it done right if you want it done at this level that you want i'm the company to go and do that for you you charge it and you believe it then you're not afraid of no. You're not afraid of people saying no. Your business is not going to die from one person saying no. You've got to get over the fear of letting business walk out the door. Free yourself of that and let people who you don't want to do business with go. Then uh, five is use testimonials to sell. If you have a track record we talked about early on, then you should have testimonials of clients who can do the selling for you. See, people will will listen to you, but you're the business. But they'll 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 buy based on the testimonials of other people. So if you can have testimonials uh, all over your websites, all over your brochures, uh, anywhere people go to find you, uh, have people tweeting about you, whatever, the testimonials will help sell your business for you. So that when they say, hey, you see, you can go back and say, you see how good, uh, how, how satisfied this customer was? Yep. And they paid the same price. This is what, if you want to feel this happy after we've done, you know, we've worked together, this is what it's going to cost you. So use those testimonials to help sell your, your, your products and services. And then finally, create an automated system that removes yourself from the process. So maybe you have an email system that, that will put out the prices for you. Uh, maybe if it's online, you know, the only, only way people can register is through, you know, a website and the prices are there. Uh, so th that takes you out of the picture as well. The more you can automate, the easier it is and the less negotiation has to happen. But when people see the price, they have a decision. They're either going to pay it or they're not. You know, uh, so have that uh, in place where you can automate uh, as much as possible so that you can take that uh, guesswork out of it. And, and you're not the one in, in the middle trying to uh, negotiate a, a price when you don't necessarily want to. And that way you can. This is my price. It's a hard price. You click the yes button if you want it. Go to someone else's pages if you don't. <laughs> All right. Uh, so um, that's it. That's what I want to give you. Hopefully today's uh, lesson really helped you. You know, it uh, helped you to know your value and demand your worth. You know, I, I, it's time out for us to stop shortchanging ourselves. If you're in business, if you are a business, act like it, charge like it and go ahead and, and start fulfilling your dreams. 
uh, as a business owner. All right. So, you know, don't be afraid of no. Don't be afraid to turn down business and just know that you posturing yourself to receive better business along the way. So I want to thank you all for listening. And that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Passionpreneur Podcast. If you liked it, tell someone else about it. Go ahead and share it out. And also make sure you click that subscribe button and follow us and listen to every week's episode. I am your host, Ryan C. Green. You can reach me at www.ryancgreen.com. Follow me on all social media at Raji Speaks. I look forward to working with you, talking to you soon. And just remember, if the best part about going to work is getting off of work, it's time to become a passionpreneur. Thank you.